taking ownership as the CEO of your diabetes can empower you to make decisions about your life that both benefit your diabetes, but also make sure that you're getting to where you want to be in your life with diabetes along for the ride. You are the one in charge of your day-to-day life with diabetes, but you're also in charge of the bigger picture. So coming back to the responsibilities of the CEO, what is your strategy in your life with diabetes? As the CEO, you get to make that decision. What is your vision and mission in your life with diabetes? Where do you want to be going? And what is the path you're going to take to get there? As the CEO of your life with diabetes, you get to make those decisions. Welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman, and I invite you to join us as we talk candidly about the emotional challenges of living with type 1 diabetes. We'll give you actionable strategies to help you face these challenges head-on, reduce your stress, and most importantly, live a full life without letting diabetes get in the way. Hey there, welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman. This is episode number 50 of the podcast. When I started this podcast last October, I never in my wildest dreams imagined I would put out 50 weekly episodes. But wow, it's been quite a ride, and the ride is nowhere near being over. If you could do me a big favor and help me celebrate my 50th episode, I'd really appreciate it. Go on over to Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star rating and review. Right now, we're at 42 ratings and reviews, and my goal in honor of this 50th episode is to get to 50 ratings and reviews as soon as possible. So please help me out. I so appreciate it. You are the CEO of your life with diabetes. But what does that mean? In this episode, I'm going to take you on a deep dive into what it means to be the CEO of your life with diabetes and talk about why thinking about yourself as the CEO is one of the best things you can do for your mental health with type 1 diabetes. I don't just want to talk about why this is important without helping you put it into action. So I'm going to look at some of the best practices of some of the most successful business CEOs in the U.S. And then talk about how you can apply these practices into your leadership in your life with diabetes. And finally, I'm going to wrap up this episode with some stories of people who have taken their role of CEO in their life with diabetes really seriously. And how taking this perspective has transformed their emotional health with type 1 diabetes. Let's start off by defining what it means to be a CEO. The definition of a CEO, or chief executive officer, is the highest ranking person in a company or other institution. And this person is ultimately responsible for making managerial decisions. The CEO has a lot of responsibilities, but the big ones are leading the development of the company's short and long-term goals and strategies, as well as creating and implementing the company's vision and mission. Now, you may be saying to yourself, I get that. I get that a CEO is in charge of a company, but what does that have to do with my diabetes? And my answer to you is a lot. You know that diabetes is a self-managed condition. You are the one making decisions about your diabetes management and what you do in your life on a daily basis. There's no one else who's in charge. Your doctor's not in charge. Your friends aren't in charge. Your family's not in charge. The diabetes buck stops with you. And that includes both your diabetes management, but also 
other things you do in your life with diabetes. You are the ultimate decider about what you do in your life with diabetes. Taking ownership as the CEO of your diabetes can empower you to make decisions about your life that both benefit your diabetes, but also make sure that you're getting to where you want to be in your life with diabetes along for the ride. You are the one in charge of your day-to-day life with diabetes, but you're also in charge of the bigger picture. So coming back to the responsibilities of the CEO, leading the development of the company's short and long-term strategy. What is your strategy in your life with diabetes? As the CEO, you get to make that decision. And also creating and implementing the company's vision and mission. What is your vision and mission in your life with diabetes? Where do you want to be going? And what is the path you're going to take to get there? As the CEO of your life with diabetes, you get to make those decisions. The other role of the CEO is communication. So for you, in your life with diabetes, it includes a lot of different players, including your healthcare team, your friends and family, your boss and your coworkers, as well as your insurance company and anyone else you have to communicate with. You get to choose the information you share with them as the CEO of your life with diabetes. Let's start by talking about your mission and vision in your life with diabetes. A mission defines your objectives and your approach to meeting those objectives. And a vision describes your desired future position and where you want to be in the long term. Let's start off with vision. Your vision describes where you hope to go in the future. So for example, your vision may be that you want to live a full adventurous life and have diabetes be there and be well-managed, but be in the background. You may not be there right now, and you may not exactly know how you're going to get there, but that's where you want to be. That's your end goal. That is your vision in your life with diabetes. Your mission is your overall purpose in your life with diabetes. So for example, your mission may be that you want to do everything that you can to make sure that diabetes does not get in your way. And then every day in your life with diabetes, you are going to work towards that mission. You're going to do specific things in order to make sure that diabetes doesn't hold you back so that you can achieve your vision of living a full adventurous life with diabetes there in the background. The mission is much more tactical and the vision is much more lofty, but they're both equally important. And only you can decide the direction that you want to go and how you're going to go about getting there. That's the real beauty of being the CEO of your life with diabetes. So take a minute and ask yourself, as the CEO, what is your vision in your life with diabetes and what's your mission? Write them down. Do what you need to do to keep them front and center in your life on a daily basis. They're that important. This is one place where people get really tripped up because they feel like they're not empowered to define their vision and mission in their life with diabetes. They've been conditioned to give that power away where their doctor or their parents or their spouse defines what that is for them. But the reality is, is as a CEO, you have the power to define your mission and your vision with diabetes, and nobody else does. As the CEO, you get to define and lead the strategy, both short and long-term, to get you where you want to be. Your vision and mission and help you see your destination, help you see where it is you're going. 
But then the strategy is actually where the rubber hits the road and how you get there. With everything in life, and especially with diabetes, there are going to be trade-offs. And you have to balance those trade-offs to decide what is the best option for you right now, as well as in the long term. And that's a decision that only you can decide. You know, one of the biggest trade-offs that we see in diabetes is deciding on a, on a daily basis how important for you is keeping your blood sugars in range for where you want to be today and in the long term. And of course, it's my firm belief that you want to have blood, your blood sugars in good range for lots of reasons. But there also may be times when blood sugar management is not your highest priority. You have other things in life that you want to be doing, and blood sugars need to go to the side. As a CEO of your life with diabetes, those are the decisions that you get to make. They're not easy ones, and certainly they're trade-offs. You have to, you have to balance those trade-offs to decide what is more important for you now and in the long term. And, and so this is a great example of how the role of CEO is empowering. It also puts you in some situations where you have to make some really tough decisions. That's part of the responsibility, but also part of the fun. You get to decide, and no one else can make that decision for you. Let me give you some examples of what some short and long-term strategies in your life with diabetes might look like. So let's go back to the mission and vision we talked about a little bit earlier, of living a full adventurous life with diabetes there, but in the background. So what are some short and long-term strategies that you can use to get yourself there? I would say some short-term strategies would be to plan things in your life that are adventurous. So be intentional about planning those, whether they're going for a bike ride or going for a run, going skydiving or scuba diving, or going on an international trip. Whatever those things may be, big or small, be intentional about doing them on a regular basis. That is a short-term strategy for getting you where you want to be. The more you practice doing these things with diabetes, the easier they get. By doing them on a regular basis, you're able to integrate them in your life and make them a regular part of what you do. Your long-term strategy may be a little bit more high level. Your short-term strategy gave yourself the opportunity to start integrating these things into your regular life. But your long-term strategy is there to sustain you and make sure you can keep on doing these things so that you can get to where you want to be. So your long-term strategy may include things like blood sugar management and taking steps to manage your diabetes so that you can continue doing these things in the long term. And the way you do that is by managing diabetes well and all the things involved in that. There are no right or wrong answers and choices about strategy are rarely cut and dry. But as the CEO of your life with diabetes, you get to make them. And the final responsibility I wanna talk about here is communication. As the CEO, of your life with diabetes, you are responsible and in charge of communication. How do you communicate both individually and collectively with people in your life about your diabetes? What do you tell them? What do you not tell them? And what boundaries do you set in those communications? As the CEO, those choices are up to you and only you get to decide what you do. I know that being a CEO is not easy. It's a lot of responsibility. And so I did some research and looked at some of the best practices that the most successful CEOs use in their lives to be good leaders. And I want to focus on three here. 
The first is learn from other CEOs. The second is remember that you're in charge, but always get support and ask questions. And the third is talk to your customers on a regular basis. So let's look at all three of these things and talk about how you can use these best practices as the CEO of your life with diabetes. The first best practice is surround yourself with other great leaders and other great CEOs, especially ones that get the challenges that you're going through. And what that means is, as a CEO of your life with diabetes, it's important to surround yourself and be connected to other people with diabetes. What better way to learn about how to be a good CEO and what practices you want to use and what you don't want to use than by watching other people who are going through the same process that you are? There's an element of social support here, feeling like you're not alone with diabetes. But it's more than just social support. It's looking at people that you admire and who are where you want to be in the future and learning from them about how they have gotten to where they want to be because they have paved a path that you can follow and help you learn from and recover from your mistakes much more quickly. So the first step here is to identify some people who are where you want to be in the future in your life with diabetes, and then figuring out ways to learn from them. Maybe they've written a book. Maybe they've written a blog post. Maybe you can talk to them over coffee. But whoever these people are, make a commitment to learn from them in whatever way that you can. The second best practice I want to talk about is remembering that you're in charge but surrounding yourself with a team of people who you trust and who have skills and knowledge that you don't have is a critical part of being a CEO. I'll use myself as an example. I'm the CEO of my company, the Center for Diabetes and Mental Health, but I have no idea how to keep my books. So I hire a bookkeeper to keep my books for me. I'm the one in charge and the buck stops with me both figuratively and literally but I trust my bookkeeper to make sure my books are in order. The same thing is true for you and your life with diabetes. Hopefully you have a team around you, including your endocrinologist, your diabetes educator, maybe a therapist, friends and family who can support you and do things for you to give you advice and support to guide you so you can make the best decisions possible as the CEO of your life with diabetes. You are the decision maker, not the people surrounding you, but you need them to help you make the best decisions possible. So ask yourself, who are the members of your team? Who do you rely on for advice and guidance to make the best choices possible as the CEO of your life with diabetes? And the final best practice is talk to your customers every day. Here's the thing. You only have one customer. And that customer is yourself. So check in with yourself and ask yourself, how are you doing? How are you doing as a CEO? And how are you doing as the customer? What can you do better as the CEO? How can you make better decisions to take you, the customer, in the direction that you want to go? And getting that feedback from yourself on a regular basis to see how you're doing mentally, how you're doing physically, and how those things are impacting your ability to achieve your mission and vision is extremely important. In the end, your mission and vision are all about you. You know that you're in charge, but you also want to make sure that you're serving your customer, i.e. yourself, in the best way possible. 
And asking yourself those questions on a regular basis is the best way to get there. I want to wrap up this episode by telling you the story of someone that I know who recently took ownership of their role as CEO of Life with Diabetes and how that really empowered her to live the life that she wants and have diabetes be there and have it be managed well, but not let it be in charge. And also not let anybody else be in charge of her and her life. This young woman's name is Callie, and Callie is in her early 30s, and for a long time, she really didn't pay much attention to her diabetes. She was diagnosed when she was 14, and for the first 12 years or so of her life with diabetes, she did the bare minimum to get by. She felt like she was completely out of control with her diabetes, and she had no say in what was going on, and she certainly had no mission and vision about how she wanted her life with diabetes to look like. She was really kind of lost, and she was flailing. And one day she went to her endocrinologist and her endocrinologist read her the riot act. He told her that she had to get her blood sugars in range. Her job was really stressful. And her endocrinologist told her that she had to change the way that she was doing her job because of her diabetes. And this was a wake up call for Callie. She put the brakes on that conversation. She said, whoa, you have no right to tell me what to do in my job and how to live my life. But she also realized that to take herself seriously in this role, take the reins of her role as the CEO of her life with diabetes, she had to actually start making some decisions and have some rationale for what she was doing and why she was doing it and how she wanted to move forward. This conversation with her endo was a huge wake-up call for Callie. And it completely changed how she approached diabetes moving forward. And that included a couple things. The first and foremost was her diabetes management. She made the effort to learn about diabetes, something that she'd never done before, and surrounded herself by a team of folks who could support her. She realized her old endocrinologist could not fill that role. And so she really took steps to surround herself with folks who got what she needed, got that she was the one in charge, and got that she needed their support to get there. And that were empowering to her as the leader to achieve her mission. Once she took ownership of her role as a CEO of her life with diabetes, Callie sat down and really thought about what her mission and vision was. And her mission was to live her life and not let diabetes stop her from anything. And there were two primary things that she wanted to do. The first part of her vision was she wants to be a mother. And she had always thought that the diabetes would get in the way of that and stop her from being a mother. And as she took the reins as the CEO of her life with diabetes, she was able to see that she could be a mother if she wanted to. And while that hasn't happened for her yet, she's taking steps in both her short-term and her long-term strategy in her life to get herself there. The other part of Callie's vision is to be a support for other people with diabetes. And she realized that she couldn't do this if she wasn't the CEO of her life with diabetes. And so part of her mission of managing her diabetes well is both for her own health and her own well-being, but also so she can be a model for other people. And when she was able to take that vision for herself and start putting it into action, everything in her life changed. She transformed to someone who felt in control and more confident in herself. She was able to see where she was going and how to get there, and she knew that she was in charge. One thing that Callie learned from other diabetes leaders was the importance of taking calculated risks in her life with diabetes. 
she realized she would never get to where she wanted to be unless she pushed herself out of her comfort zone and did things that she thought were scary. And for Callie, that was a game changer. It got her moving forward in her life and able to move towards her goals, something that she was never able to do before. But seeing herself as the CEO of her life with diabetes gave her the confidence that she needed to do this and a willingness to fail, a willingness to know that some things may not work and that's okay. There is lots to be learned in our failures. I want to give a quick recap of what I talked about in this episode. First and foremost, you are the CEO of your life with diabetes. You are the final decision maker. And you get to guide the ship of your life in whatever way you want to go. This means you'll make decisions that aren't always easy. But those choices are yours. And no one can tell you what to do. You make the choices based on what's important for you and where you want to go. People will try to influence you. People will try to tell you what to do. But in the end, the buck stops with you as the CEO. But we have to learn from other CEOs and what they've done to be successful. And there are three best practices I talked about that make a CEO successful. The first is learn from other great leaders. The second is remember that you're in charge, but always ask questions. Surround yourself with a team who can support you and help you get to where you want to be. And finally, talk to your customers every day. And in your life with diabetes, you are your customer. So ask yourself, how are things going? How can you as a CEO get you to where you want to be? And if you do that, you will be a great leader in your life with diabetes. That does it for this episode of the Diabetes Psychologist podcast. Thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for being here over the past 50 episodes. I cannot wait to share more information about diabetes and mental health with you over the next 50 episodes and beyond. And again, if you haven't done so already, please do me a favor and go over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating and review. That really helps me get the word out about this podcast so we can make sure that everyone with type 1 diabetes has access to it. And of course, I love hearing from you guys. So please send me a note, send me a DM, send me a voice message on Instagram. My email address is mark at thediabetespsychologist.com or you can DM me on Instagram at thediabetespsychologist. And of course, always remember, type 1 diabetes isn't easy, but you can have an easier time with it. I will see you back here, same time, same place, next week. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening. For more resources, you can visit www.thediabetespsychologist.com and be sure to sign up for the email list for access to exclusive content. I'm Dr. Mark Heyman, And tune in next time for the latest episode of the Diabetes Psychologist podcast.